Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross. Hello and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross. Today, we're talking about leading unity in the workplace through COVID-19. How are we navigating the workplace, gang? What are we doing to provide unity in this pandemic where we work? But first, just a reminder, if you haven't done so already, definitely hit subscribe. Check out our Facebook page as well, Unity Works Podcast. We post additional content there. More importantly, you can ask questions, leave a comment. We'd love to discuss a topic that you've suggested. So be sure to comment on our Facebook page. All right, let's dig in. You know, the COVID era is now just part of us, isn't it? I think like many people, I was kind of hoping it would simply go away and we could quickly get to comments like, remember COVID? That was crazy, right? Well, it's still here and it's not going anywhere soon. And we are now phasing back into work in different cities all across America. And it's still, it's challenging. COVID cases are rising all over the country. But I got to brag on our sisters and brothers up north, bragging about Canada. You know, if you listened to our last episode, you heard my wife, Jennifer Ross, kind of speak on the episode. And I did not mention that my wife is Canadian. She's from Ottawa, Canada, and still has family there, so we'll go visit. Oops, no we won't, because Canada closed the border to the USA. (laughs) Is it me, or is that just a little bit embarrassing? You know what I mean? Like Canada saying, yeah, we love you, America, but not that much. (laughs) I mean, that's a shame. It's like Canada and America were dating And Canada broke up with us, you know? And Canada said, it's me, not you. America, you deserve someone better. (laughs) Canada is like, yes, you deserve other countries, just not us. I'm kidding. Kinda. Look, my wife got her U.S. citizenship in 2011, so she has dual citizenship. But let's face it, I know she is Canadian at heart. And I mention this because our northern friends had challenges with COVID, like many countries, but has since done a great job of flattening the curve. Now, look, I love America. Don't send me any hate mail, all right? I'm an army brat. You know, my dad served 35 years in the army. We have friends and family that fought and died for this country. So I'm coming at this from a sincere place, I promise. But look, come on, America. And I'm putting myself in here too. We got to put down the American ego, okay? And maybe learn from Canada, and I'm not saying, you know, change our entire country to, to model Canada, but simply can we find a best practice, okay? Something they did that we can implement. Now, look, first, they took a much more aggressive stance on testing, masks, social distancing. I mean, that's a whole different episode, I know, but come on, America, we have to admit it, right? I'm laughing when I say this because... When we are just a little bit inconvenienced, right? We're like, nah, I'm good. That's kind of our whole mantra. 
with kind of everything. You know, years ago when like every country said, hey, you know what, we're going to do this metric system thing. We're going to, America's like, nah, I'm good. We're just going to hang on to these yards and inches, right? Hey, America, we're going to do this thing. We're all going to come together and work on climate change. You know, nah, I'm good. <laughs> we're going to hang on to these fossil fuels longer. I like where I am, right? And now we're like, hey, America, we're going to wear masks and nah, I'm good. I mean, come on, America. We're like, you want me to wear a mask like all the time? Nah, I'm good. I mean, I'm just saying that's just part of the challenge, but not all of it. But I want to take this a step further. What's the best practice that you've seen from our sisters and brothers up north? And I've got one for you. First thing is this. Canada came together as a country. I mean, they did have some outliers and some negativity, some pushback, of course, that's that's common. But in general, they got on the same page quick. So as far as America goes, let's just focus on the workplace. This episode is about this navigating COVID in the workplace and having unity. So to have unity in the workplace, much like Canada, it all starts with everyone getting on the same page. So if you're a leader, manager, supervisor, vice president, CEO, whoever you are, number one, leaders have to lead on safety. In other words, be the example. Whatever your safety protocols are for your organization, leaders have to do it first. That could be wearing masks, staying six feet apart, consistently washing hands or sanitizing your work area. Look, employees believe what they see. Leaders can't cut corners on this. You ever heard the phrase, do what I say, not what I do? You know, some parents say it to kids. Well, guess what? Bad phrase to use, especially in this climate. That won't work, right? Employees will watch you before they hear you. I'll say that again. Your employees will watch you before they hear you. So you'll make sure that you're being the example. You know, in the workplace, there are two conversations going on at all times. First one is the conversation leaders have with their team. That makes sense, right? But the second conversation is when the leader isn't around and it's between team member to team member. That's the one you have to be concerned about. You want the message consistent. The last thing you want are employees saying, yeah, they tell us to be safe and wear a mask, but they never do. Things like that. So, For unity to be in the workplace, leaders have to be the example, be the role model, set the standard. All right, number two, honor the levels of your team. It's honor the levels of your team. What does that mean exactly? You have different employees with different comfort levels with this entire pandemic. You know, some employees are fine. You know who they are. And they'll go to work tomorrow and not think twice about it. But others are a little more concerned. As a leader, you have to keep that in mind. For example, I have allergy-induced asthma. I haven't thought about my asthma in years. True story. I don't know if anyone listening has ever had an asthma attack, but I've had two. And that's two too many, all right? Never want to go through that again. This is before I was on my asthma medication. I didn't know I had asthma, to be honest. I mean, I had allergies, but... Woo, that morphed pretty quickly, and it was scary. My lungs just closed, and all I could think about was just staying alive, you know? So anyway, after being rushed to the hospital 
the second time, I had to get my asthma under control, and I did. So it's been fine for years. I work out regularly. I exercise, and all has been good until now. COVID has me thinking about it. I'm considered high risk. Anything respiratory is high risk. So guess what? You have employees that are high risk too. And they don't want to have to walk around the office or your store announcing all of their symptoms and all of their medical history. Hey, I'm high risk. That shouldn't be the case. So to make sure there is an open line of communication, make sure they know they can call or email you anytime to discuss their concerns. It's important that all team members feel as if they've been heard and they can trust you. So the levels of your team is really important. So having unity is talking about every single person on your team. And finally, number three, after safety, focus on service. You know, unity is truly built when we're on the same page and serving others. The CDC has given us guidelines on safety protocols to flatten the curve and keep each other safe, but they did not say we can't provide excellent customer service to each other and our customers. The great news is communicating your safety protocols to your customers has a safety and customer service component to it, so it works really well. I've had many companies reach out to me via email or text I'm sure you probably have too. And they're sharing what they're doing to keep us safe. Recently, I took my son to his barber and, you know, I was cutting his hair for a while at home, you know, saving some money, staying safe. But it's this time where he wants to kind of get his hair cut back. So earlier this week, ironically, I received an email from the barber explaining all the safety measures they're taking at the barbershop. You know, there's usually about 10 barbers there. It's pretty large. And there are only going to be four now. And first thing is, they're spreading out all the barbers eight to 10 feet in distance, right? They're servicing by appointment only. And in between all the customers, they clean and sanitize the area. So I felt really good about it. We wore masks and it was really actually great. Even though they were all safety measures they communicated, sharing this to the customer in a clear communication acted as service Two, I felt better about it. Then when customers are on your property, turn up the positivity. Let's say you're a grocery store or a restaurant. Go out of your way to thank them for coming in. Remind them of your other offerings, maybe specials, to-go orders, other locations you have, extended hours. A great best practice in providing excellent customer service is excellent communication. Stay in touch with your customers and don't make them guess What's going on? I'll tell you what, my wife and I just talked about this recently because there's a company, I'm not going to say their name, but in this area that we were sending my my daughter to for youth activities, and we could not get clear communication. Like, we understand there's COVID going on, and some monkey wrench in everyone's plans. I get all that. But you still can let us know what you think is going to happen in the future. Matter of fact, we got drafted a payment. We're like, wait. We're not even going anymore. I thought our account was frozen. So it's up to the organization to reach out, communicate, because it goes a long way with the customers. I tell you, my favorite quote is from George Bernard Shaw. He says, the problem with communication is the illusion that it has taken place. 
if you're married, that's hilarious, right? Because it's so true. We, we think we're communicating, but there's so many barriers, so many gaps. So in this climate, because one of the things it does for unity in the workplace, now all your employees know we're on the same page. We're communicating the message to our customers, vendors, contractors, and now we can support that. Nothing is worse than when you're the employee and you have to kind of explain to a customer what's going on because they haven't seen anything on your website. They haven't heard from you in an email or a text. And now the employee feels frustration. Bottom line is all three of these steps helps your team feel more unified in the workplace. Number one, leaders, you have to lead on safety. Others will watch you before they hear you. You have to be the role model. You have to be the standard. Number two, honor the levels of your team. Don't forget, you're going to have some employees that are ready to go and others who have maybe like I did some prior health issues where they're more concerned. Well, look, they're not less valuable to you. It's really important in that moment that they know that you are focused on their health, their concerns, and they're part of the team as well. And number three, after safety, focus on service. Great communication and providing your team and your customers with information to make them feel like you are in control of your environment. So going back to our Canadian friends, their success started with getting on the same page. We're talking about the workplace. We have to get on the same page too within our work environment. Whether you're a manager, supervisor, or the CEO, unity in the workplace starts with you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Please hit subscribe and share with a friend. We're going to keep unity going. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you next week.